0: Welcome to Noon Edition. I'm Bob Salzberg, editor of the Herald-Times in Bloomington, along with Mary Catherine Carmichael. And we're going to talk today about the recent floods and about disaster relief here in Monroe County and the surrounding county. Uh, with us in the studio are Sue Gully from the American Red Cross, Monroe County Chapter, and John Hooker with Monroe County Emergency Management. If you have questions or comments, please phone us at 855-0811 or 877-285-9348. Or you can send your email to noon at indiana.edu. And before we get started, I also should say that Angie Hebel from the director of the Volunteer Action Center of Bartholomew County was supposed to be with us today. But they have too many volunteer applications to process over there in Bartholomew County. So she wasn't able to make it. And we also ought to uh, acknowledge our producer, Catherine Hageman, who is from Columbus and her family is dealing with this uh, Flooding as well, so she's not here with us. Today. We
1: wish them the best. We're right. thinking about you, Catherine.
0: Right. All right, Sue and John. So uh, give us kind of a, uh, if you would, give us kind of an overview of, of what's happening right now. I mean, what's today been like for uh, Sue? Let's start with you.
2: Um, Thanks, Bob. Thanks for letting me come on today and and hopefully share some good information with with, uh, your listeners about what the Red Cross is doing right now. Um, Today we have a service center open in Spencer, which has really been the base of our uh, disaster relief operation for the past week. And um, I do also have an 800-866 number for folks to call um, for for additional information. Mm -hmm. At the service center, uh, we have um, caseworkers who have been deployed to what is now a, a national disaster relief operation, And uh, they have come from all over the country. We've got about 400 volunteers who deployed to Indianapolis, where the headquarters is for this operation. And uh, these are volunteers who are trained Red Cross volunteers in various functional areas. So we'll have caseworkers there to work with individual families. Um, We had been actually giving out, we probably gave out about 125 cleaning kits this week. We ran out of them. They're on order, and we're hoping to get that delivery from uh, the operation today. What is it? A cleaning kit? It uh, brooms, uh, mops, sponges, things that will help Bleach. people right yeah. now mm-hmm. with with cleanup. Because, as you know, that's the hard part right now with everyone, with the high temperatures, the mm-hmm. rain. Um, many people are pulling out, you know, carpets and everything from their homes. So, um, th- this is the this is the real tough time for mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and John, how about uh, how about with you today? It's crazy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we're in uh, the uh, what's called uh, the recovery phase. If emergency management has four phases, uh, mitigation, preparedness, response, and the response is, you know, what we dealt with with the, when the floods came in. Uh, that ended Saturday night and then we jumped into the recovery phase. So right now we're trying to get Individuals here in the community to let us know what kind of damages you have, so we can put numbers together and send to the state uh, what how many homes were affected by the flood, how many homes had minor damage, how many homes had major, how many homes were destroyed. So we can send that letter uh, information up to the state.
0: Mm-hmm. Now we've had uh, it seems like we've we've had a deadl- one deadline sort of after another. It keeps getting moved back. What's the deadline now for people to get you that information? Uh,
3: next week, the twentieth. Okay. uh we're We're encouraging people to get to us as soon as possible uh, you know it's we don't need you know everything. we just like to know what kind of damages you had, like uh you had a foot of water in your basement mm-hmm. uh et cetera uh We then encourage everybody to call that FEMA hotline and uh give them all that information. Mm-hmm.
1: So how do they contact both you and the FEMA hotline in case they're listening and want to write those numbers down?
3: Okay, our office number is uh, uh, 349-2533, and that's for Murrow County residents. Uh, if you want to call, uh, and your other listeners from surrounding counties, we've had counties call in, uh, want to report damages from on. Brown, green, mm-hmm. Vigo, I guess I do too good of a job. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you can call in and we'll we'll point you in the right direction with a, with a smile. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the FEMA number is 1-800-621-3362. That's 1-800-621-FEMA. Oh. And call between 8 and 6. Okay.
0: Now, Sue, I wanted to go back to you for a minute. You said the 400 volunteers came into Indianapolis for deployment. How many of those will be going to Spencer, actually? Uh,
2: we have uh, many of them on the ground. I think as of today we had uh, four who were going to be doing casework. We have damage assessment teams, um, similar to what who John has been working with. But his, on his side, um, we have damage assessment folks who, who talked to his people too mm-hmm. to work on an individual basis it's it's the damage assessment of those homes that is what the financial assistance is based on mm-hmm. so we have two to three teams um, damage assessment um, teams and then we've got all the other you know logistics folks who are working with us and then our own local trained disaster volunteers mm-hmm. so um, I would say we probably have 25 um, who are doing about 12-hour shifts through
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, this weekend.
0: Now, that Spencer Service Center, that that is to work with people in Owen County, obviously, but, but what other folks? Is that Monroe County, too? That...
2: Monroe County folks can go there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we have uh, plans this weekend to do outreach in Monroe County, and we're still getting some of those damage assessment figures from John and then from some of our own teams on the ground. Um, so that we can get out and do outreach. With yeah, that's, that's what perfect. I
1: wondered because a lot of these um, folks who are affected live in rural areas, and um, some of them, if you didn't know they lived there, you wouldn't know anybody lived okay. there. Yeah. So how are you able to reach them, and has cell phone service been affected or telephone service in general? Are people able to communicate? I know that's always a problem during a disaster.
3: Yes. Uh, uh, some of the, the phone lines were out. Uh, I was up in uh, – uh Hackers Creek place and uh, they told me that their uh, phone lines are still out. Uh but they you know are using their cellular phones. Um so, you know, they're getting the word to us. Um mm-hmm. uh, you know in case there is an emergency, you know, we, we know where they are. We work very well with the Red Cross. You know, they're they're part of our emergency operation plan. Uh they play a role in it. And uh ESF number six, Shelter and Mass Care and then uh, ESF number eighteen damage assessment. So we work, you know, very well with the Red Cross. Mm-hmm.
2: And we have gotten calls too this week from uh, from folks in Monroe County reporting their their needs as well. So that we'll be responding to those um, as we get people uh, into the chapter house. Is
1: there anybody who just have, you know kind of goes door to door almost and and checks on things, or or you know goes down that road where that you know there's somebody living?
3: Da- yeah. The damage assessment teams yeah. do. Yes. That's what they do. Okay. Yeah. What uh, what uh the state had put together is a flood uh, damage assessment form. And we've kind of been working off there. People have been calling in, uh, there's a lot of questions. Then what we've been is we've gone out and like on Hackers Creek, we had one uh, person that uh, filled out, you know, filled out their questionnaire. But in turn we hit uh, I think four or five other homes around that neighborhood because, you know, they had damage. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they might have called in, they might not have. And so we just went Mm -hmm. ahead and got everybody... All taken care of.
1: I would think that would be a, a really major issue. Is people don't know where yeah. to even begin, and I can imagine they feel very isolated in a situation like this, as they're pulling their life's belongings out of their homes and and uh, stripping them down to the studs. That's a very
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. And some you know some people don't even take the paper because you know I was out there. I, I talking, can't believe it. But... I, can't <laughs> talking, you know, I was talking to uh, one resident that uh, called in. And he had some uh, damage to his farm field and everything. And, and, uh, you know, I told him, I said, you know, to call the FEMA hotline. It was in the paper today. And he says, "Uh, uh, I don't have the paper, but I did... Take your thing Thank off, you. off the, the online and to, to head it with me so I could uh, get that information <laughs> to them. Share, share
0: you know, that liberally. So that's, that's right. right. All right. Our phone number is eight five five zero eight one one eight seven seven two eight five nine three four eight, And the email address is noon at indiana dot um, Monroe County was obviously was hit pretty hard, mm-hmm. but not comparatively. I mean, Bartholomew mm-hmm. County right. and Morgan County mm-hmm. were essentially underwater. Um, I, first of all, I guess, John, you were talking about damage assessments. Do you have some ballpark figure? Do you have any sense of what it's going to be once we get finished with this?
3: I'm going to look uh, around three to 400 homes here in the, in the county uh, that had some kind of damage to them.
1: Mm-hmm. And businesses do you keep a count on businesses with damage
3: yes we've been working with the mayor's office uh they have provided some uh, some figures um i think those figures are somewhere you know on the bottom of the list so i can, you know, i don't know <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah. uh uh the, uh the state was in FEMA was in uh, uh monday and tuesday uh they've got with the uh, uh, Cruz in uh toured some of the businesses uh, we had one business hit very hard, Winner's Associates. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've oh. been there several times uh, talking to them. And, uh, uh, trying to reassure them that, uh, you know, we're, we're there to help them. So and they appreciate it.
0: And, you know, it's, in, it's interesting. We we need to sort of um, go back a little bit and set the stage because Winters and Associates was really hurt by that Wednesday storm, which yes. was a week, uh, what, nine days ago now. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we, a lot of the Bartholomew County and, and Morgan County effects were from Saturday mm-hmm. and Saturday night. So we didn't – Bloomington and Monroe County didn't get quite as much on Saturday.
3: Right. right, we right. The, the, mm-hmm. We got a lot of rain up in uh, the northern uh, part of the county. Uh, I think we had uh, three uh, water rescues, or you know, that we had people that were stranded. Uh, I got a call at about ten till four in the morning, uh, saying uh, from central dispatch they had three different uh, places that they uh, had people trapped. Because of high water, so uh, we had to go out uh, with uh, some boats and uh, gators, and in some places we couldn't even get to. Uh, they started taking the boat out there, and and the water went down, and <laughs> you know they had to, you know, to come back, and we had to call a gator to go through the woods to get to the people. But uh, uh, we, you know, we checked on everybody and got everybody all, you know, safe and secure.
0: So tell me what a gator
3: is. A gator is is uh, one of those. Uh, 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 four-wheel drive, you know, motorized. Uh, like a mini Jeep. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, okay. Yeah, all, right. It's, all right, had to make sure I, yes. I knew what you are talking about. All You've
3: right. probably seen them on, uh, you know, John Deere has them and, oh, yeah. and some of the other pl- folks. Okay,
0: all right. Um, all right, our phone number is again, eight five five zero eight one one eight seven seven two eight five nine three four eight. The email address is noon at indiana.edu sue for the Red Cross and the Red Cross gets involved in a lot of different kinds of disasters i mean how how does this one rate i mean um, the,
2: last, um, the, the last number that I heard from from the operation in Indianapolis um, for the Indiana disaster was two point five million was the estimate uh-huh. for the costs on this one um, that that 's the highest level um, for our organization, but on the lower level of that high end. Um, the fact that there has just been this, this tragic sequence of events throughout the Midwest has just started to now put a strain on our, you know, human and material resources as an organization because we've got everything from Iowa, Michigan, Wisconsin, Indiana, mm-hmm. Illinois and so when you're trying to call out available volunteers you know you you just you've got a tremendous need mm-hmm. um so um indiana i think has has gotten a lot of attention from the national organization in terms of getting getting the people and the materials that they need um, mm-hmm. To help the people, can I get the the one eight six six number out there for sure. uh, for your listeners? That'd be good um, because this uh, this is the number, and I tested it myself. You know, when you when you hear an eight six six number, mm-hmm. you want to make sure people are being taken care of. But it's one eight six six, get info, uh, which is the Red Cross hotline, and it is uh, staffed twenty four seven. The numbers for that are 1-866-438-4636. And uh, then our, our service centers are open. Um, and we've got, I think, five open now in central Indiana and southern Indiana are open from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Ours in Spencer at the elementary school will be open through the weekend, so Saturday and Sunday. Uh, folks can just, you know, go there and um, get some assistance, get water, snacks, talk and, to a worker.
0: And I assume that uh, they'll be open through the weekend unless we get a whole lot more rain possible? Then it might bit? turn right back
2: into a shelter yeah, if, we, if we're needed.
0: Let me read so. this uh, note that I just got. It says the National Weather Service in Indianapolis has issued a flash flood warning for northern Green County in southwest Indiana, southern Clay County in west central Indiana, and Owen County in west central Indiana. Flash flood warning is in effect until 2 p.m. So, John, I hope you can stay
3: mm, since we yeah. have a flash flood It's <laughs> just
1: what we needed. Yeah.
3: We, we, got a, we put together last night a plan of uh, what we need to do in case we have another uh, uh, flood again. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're, we're ready. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm glad so,
1: you called uh, it a flood and not a rain event. Yeah. It sounds more. <laughs>
3: yeah,
4: yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely.
1: And, and more much, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, you know, we've talked about people getting the cleaning supplies they need and the, the you know, kind of physical help that they need. But I, I think something like this really takes a toll on one's mental health. Um, what kind of assistance is there available for folks who are dealing with the loss of all their belongings?
2: We actually do have mental health folks who have been deployed to the Spencer Service Center. And we've also had tremendous um, local support for health services in addition to Red Cross nursing volunteers. Mm-hmm. So um, they will be able to get um, their mental health needs met. We also had from Cornerstone an offer to assist flood victims in Monroe and Owen over the long term, that they will be able to provide help to them in that period because it, it it does take a toll and mm-hmm. it's often the most vulnerable people who are in those areas and they have long-term recovery needs and we're mm-hmm. very aware of that yeah mm-hmm. i have but, another Kev, oh, go ahead. You know,
3: i w- would say you know you look at the flood victims but you also had to look at the responders too because they need yes. the, the needs too because i know a lot of our people you know really are or stressed out. Well, it's the, yeah, the kind
1: of people who choose to do that kind of, mm-hmm. of work are often tender hearted yep. folks, and, yes. and I'm sure mm-hmm. that that really does have a strong mm-hmm. impact on them. Mm-hmm one other thing that I always wonder about and we're—I'm. Um, this is kind of a non sequitur but um, <laughs> I worry about people wading through the flood waters because mm-hmm. I think about all the yuckiness that is potentially in there. That's a technical, the technical term. term. Yuckiness. yuckiness yeah. you know. <laughs> and the manual, so. you know I see children and in fact I see children playing in streams right now that I wonder you know what's overflowed into those streams. Is that anything that you guys can make recommendations about uh, as far as you know, is, is any of that safe or should it all be avoided?
2: Well, we have been working with the health departments whose recommendation is if anyone has been in floodwaters, they need to get a tetanus shot. And we do have information from uh, in, in Owen County where they can get their tetanus shots. Um, and, and that information will be available at the service center. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an Owen County um, health department number. Do you, do you um, need to be an Owen County resident for that? Um, I can't answer that. Okay. I, I would not but think so. But it's worth a so, phone call. Yes. Yeah. And that's 829-5017 uh, for them. It, the um, There is a lot of information that RedCross.org has for folks after a flood. And we also have booklets and pamphlets that we can send out to someone or they can come by our chapter house on East 7th Street. And, and get that information from us.
3: Okay. And then on our website, we have uh, flood damage information. It's a, a link to uh, the state uh, website that uh, the government, uh, Daniels, has put together.
1: Mm-hmm. So, what, what about people just playing in the streams after we've had so much overflow of, of everything? Would you recommend maybe they stay out of there for a while? or
3: uh, Seeing some of our sewer lines, you know, that are close by, you know, sometimes they, you know, Overflow, right? And you know, I saw that uh, uh, last Wednesday night, and you know, I wouldn't go in it. And you know, I, you know, I'd, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd hope mm-hmm. if if I would have kids, I wouldn't, you know, let my kids go in it. But we can't stop people.
1: No, mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. some of that, and I just yeah. thought, well, why don't you just dip your kid in the toilet? It's the same thing right now, <laughs> and it just was driving me crazy. So yeah. I had to hear from an expert yeah. that that was in fact. I'm not crazy that it yeah. is. No, you yucky. You're, you're, well, I'm crazy too, but I mean that's, ju- yeah. that's just yeah. Yeah. yucky.
0: But you're a, an expert. <laughs> technical. That's right. All 877 <laughs> 855-0811-877-285-9348 and noon at indiana.edu. John, I want to ask you about, I'm always intrigued by, mm-hmm. you know, when there is an, uh, an emergency mm-hmm. like there is, what, what exactly happens? What do you do? How do you, who do you deploy? What kind of equipment do you have to deploy in a, in a flood situation?
3: Okay. In a flood situation, mm-hmm. uh, usually we send out the fire departments. You know, mm-hmm. yep. we'll go out. Uh, we're just there as a uh, kind of a resource, a liaison. Uh, we, uh, you know, help coordinate things. Uh, take the the incident uh, uh, Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a call about uh, people trapped in on Bryant's Creek, uh, which is almost to the county line on uh, Thirty Seven North. Uh, got up there. You know, we had to launch the boat. Uh, we had water. Getting over 37, and that's, you know, the first time mm-hmm. uh, we had uh, mudslides. Uh, later on that, uh, that day out on the county road, I saw a uh, whole side of a hill just slide right down the road. And, you know, I'm, th- I'm thinking, you know, am I in the wrong state? <laughs> so, you know, yeah, you know, we work with our, you know, emergency responders. And, mm-hmm. and we have some of the fantastic emergency responders uh, here in the county. Uh, I was just told today that uh, we have uh we are sending six uh police officers over to Columbus to assist because uh-huh. uh, they're having a lot of problems over there so you know we help our neighbors mm-hmm. uh we've helped Greene uh, Green County out uh with uh, sandbags we uh ha- we have empty sandbags uh stored uh, out at our county highway so uh, we have about uh, 20 bundles, and each bundle has 1,000 empty sandbags. So I, I told my uh, uh, surrounding counties, hey, if you need anything, you're more than welcome to come on in. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here to help you because I know if, if I was in that situation, you'd be helping me.
0: You know, we, we get to ask the dumb questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do, where does the sand come from to fill that many sandbags?
3: Okay. If, if it's a big operation, usually uh, uh, we can get the sand in. Uh, but what they do is, uh, is the state recommends that you just uh, let the the folks uh, get the sand. Sometimes they go out to uh, Lowe's or some place mm-hmm. like that, or they can call uh, the local gravel pits and mm-hmm. and you know get a pickup load.
0: I see. Okay, you, you don't have it lying around somewhere just waiting.
3: Uh, well, <laughs> if if not, we can go out to County Highway. They yeah, got a lot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah.
0: they'll help you out. Right.
3: and 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 I want to say that uh, yeah. Murrow County Highway and you know blunt street department have done a fantastic job uh, you know trying to get the roads back in order mm-hmm. so i mean we should give them a big thanks mm-hmm.
1: and what what can citizens do i know that um some of the flooding down on kirkwood was attributed to clogged um drains drains thank you i was thinking of the grates <laughs> on top yeah but but the the clog situation can, should do, are you asking or recommending that citizens kind of keep an eye on their own neighborhood and keep those drains cleared
3: yes uh, you know if you if you see the grass over and and debris on on the drain uh grates uh you know you might be a good neighbor you know to you know to clean them off cuz then that helps you know uh the city Or the county to have to send somebody out to, uh, you know, overtime to, you know, to clean it up and, you know, to open it back up Mm -hmm. uh, with, you know, budgets. The way they are, we don't have much money.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So, you know, every little bit helps. You yeah. might
1: be keeping water out of your own house yes. at the same time, right. too. Mm-hmm. So it That's seems right. something in your best interest you mm-hmm. could easily do.
0: Right. Okay. Eight five five zero eight one one eight seven seven two eight five nine three four eight. 811 877 285 9348 And noonindiana.edu. We're talking with Sue Gully from the Red Cross and John Hooker from Monroe County Emergency Management. Uh, it's time to take a break. You're listening to Noon Edition. We'll be right back.
5: www.southdunnstreet.info WFIU thanks all who support public radio. Next time you're visiting one of our business supporters, please let them know that you appreciate their support of WFIU. Perhaps you're involved in decision-making at a business or profession in the WFIU listening area. If you'd like your message to reach WFIU listeners, you can find out more about benefits of underwriting with a call to 1-800-662-3311 or a visit to our website at wfiu.org.
0: Welcome back to Noon Edition. I'm Bob Zaltzberg from the Herald Times along with Mary Catherine Carmichael and our guests today, Sue Gully from the American Red Cross and John Hooker from Monroe County Emergency Management. If you have questions or comments, please phone us at 855-0811 or 877-285-9348. Or you can send your email to noon at edu. And we have a couple of alerts to... Uh, to mention to you, one, uh, the National Weather Service has issued a severe thunderstorm watch for Brown, Davies, Dubois, Green, Lawrence, Martin, and Monroe counties in Indiana, beginning at 12.25 p.m. and ending at 6.25 p.m. That uh, is in addition to the uh, National Flood Service in Indianapolis has issued a flash flood warning for Northern Greene County. Southern Clay County, and Owen County. So we've got a couple of warnings. And we also have a phone call. And on the phone is State Senator Vi Simpson. Vi, thanks for calling.
4: Well, thanks, Bob. Mm -hmm. Thanks for uh, doing this program. It's very important and uh, way too timely, I suppose. Yes,
2: right.
4: As I'm driving in the rain and it's (laughs) pouring down. (laughs) Uh, I have a question for Sue, actually. Uh, First of all, let me thank yeah, John and uh, and Sue and all all the other organizations and groups uh, throughout Monroe County for all the good work they've done here. Uh, but I I wanted to ask Sue mm-hmm. about Brown County. Uh, I, l- I went to a uh, disaster uh, relief meeting this morning in Brown County, and my concern is that Brown County because it's not in uh, any of the bigger media markets, and and because they lack so many services locally, um, a lot of the people in Brown County—and there are something like 300 families displaced there um they're not. They don't have access to a lot of services. I know the Red Cross was there to set up a shelter at the beginning, but they're not there right now. I'm hoping that the Red Cross comes back to Brown County. Uh, they have no cleanup kits. They have. Uh, they have complete the, the total water. Uh, support for the county is under boil order Mm -hmm. uh they are in a real fix Mm -hmm. and so my my question for sue is uh when will can we expect the red cross to be going back into brown county and how can i get some of those cleanup kits to uh to take over to brown county they do not have one not one and uh, they've got some serious problems over there and and because they're in between columbus and bloomington i'm afraid they've gotten forgotten
2: well, let me assure you, and Mary Ellen Annabel who's, who's my counterpart over in Brown Bartholomew um, chapter, has been very mindful of uh, the needs in Brown County. And I, I heard on a conference call this morning that a service center may be stood up there in Nashville, that it, at the very least there will be outreach teams there this weekend um mary ellen has an order in for something like 1,000 cleanup kits and so uh i am not sure of the estimated delivery of those but um she's as i say she's very mindful of the problems in brown county and i think you you are correct that you know some of the larger areas will get attention first and um I just wanted to, to say that uh, before the flash flood, we were over there providing mutual aid to Mary Ellen with mobile feeding after their tornado in Brown. That's so, right,
4: and a lot of people have forgotten that uh, the the uh, not only are they flood victims, but they had a serious tornado a, a few days before the flood hit, so... So they still they they're still cleaning up from the tornado situation. So um,
2: Yes, and, and I will when I when I leave this radio show I'll be calling up to headquarters to make sure that those cleanup kits are on the way to Well that would be uh, great. County. I've got
4: to call into your office, Sue. So. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I heard you were on the show today, so I thought I'd call you myself. I'm but so glad if you did. It's Call me and let me know when those cleanup kits would be available. If I have to come and pick them up myself, I'll do it because those people in Brown County need some services.
2: You are very right. So we'll, I will get back to you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Yes,
3: John Hooker. Yes. Is there anything on the on our uh, Indiana Department Homeland Security that you think might be needed that you see that well, I could pass we've, along?
4: Uh, We've got a conference call uh, with the state uh, and all the department heads and the Brown County department heads uh, this afternoon. Oh, and okay. uh, so hopefully we'll be able to talk through. IDEM was at the meeting this morning uh, because, of course, they're worried about uh, – about the water issues, mm-hmm. um, so we're trying to plug the the state departments in as much as we can, but there they Brown county has not unlike uh, Bartholomew and Monroe county, Brown County still has not gotten their FEMA designation for uh, their individual FEMA uh, emergency services. And uh, so they're still waiting on the federal designation, which is a, a bit of uh, a hand tire. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, we, uh, but we need to do as much as we can. Uh, I, I know that FSSA opened uh, at least temporary uh, offices this morning in, in Bloomington and in Columbus for mental health services, as well as food stamps and other, other kinds of direct services. but. Again, Again, a lot of people in Brown County can't get to Columbus or to uh, Bloomington, so um, I just have a concern that there are a whole bunch of people falling into a gigantic crack, mm-hmm. and uh, and so uh, any ideas that you have, John, I'd I'd love to hear them because yeah. uh, you know you you provide great services here in the in this county, mm-hmm. uh, and we all appreciate it, but. Um, you 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 are very familiar with the uh, the lack of services in
3: Brown County. Right, and I've been trying to uh, work with uh, Mike Bruce over there, uh, right. trying to give him some you know some pointers, uh, trying to assist him. Uh, anything you ever need, don't hesitate to give me a call. Call my office. Uh, you know, if I'm not there, leave a message. Uh, you know, you know my phone numbers. Call me.
4: Okay, well, okay. thank you for the offer. We may take you up on yeah. it. Thank well, you. You
3: do, so you much. do you do a fantastic job for the county and the in the surrounding area, So we I really appreciate all you do. Well,
4: thanks, John. I appreciate it. Thanks for your time, Bob. All and, right.
1: MC. Yeah, hey Hey, Vi, I got a question for you. Yeah, I got a question <laughs> for you before you hang up. Are you um, are you con- Do you contact the governor's office and say, hey, we're in a pickle down here? You know, we yes, need some help. Yes, and uh, we've, we've been
4: c- uh, talking to FSA, of course, um, for for the obvious reasons, and uh, the lieutenant governor will be on the conference call this afternoon. So, Great. And how, uh, what kind
1: of cooperation are you getting? Um,
4: well, <laughs> uh, I, I you know, I think it's pretty overwhelming right now for sure. everybody. There just is a lot of territory to cover, and uh, and so I think I think Sue hit the nail uh, hit the head of the nail when she said that the larger populated areas are are getting covered first, and um, and so um, I'm I'm just worried about some of the folks that have, were so hard hit by tornado and flood in uh, in some of the more rural counties.
1: Well, thanks for looking out for him, Vi. Okay. All
0: right, Vi. Right. Thank Bye. you thanks. for
1: your time. Bye-bye. All
0: right. Thanks a lot for the call out, State Senator Vi Simpson. I want to uh, remind our listeners that there is a flash flood warning for northern Green County, southern Clay County, and Owen County. And there also is a uh, – the National Weather Service has issued a severe thunderstorm watch for Brown, Davies, Du Bois um, – Green, Lawrence, Martin, and Monroe counties. So that that uh, severe thunderstorm watch is in effect until six twenty-five this
3: evening.
1: All right, we've had an email that's come in. Uh, it asks, "What simple steps can I take to protect my home from future flood damage?"
3: That's that's a good one. Uh, you know, probably to uh, make sure that uh, uh, your debris around your yard. Uh, if you have like uh, a creek or something. Um, There's uh, your gutters, because I know that a lot of times the gutters get uh, clogged up and, you know, the water does come in. Um, Sue, do you have any? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, build higher. What <laughs> well,
2: you tough. need? If you have a sump
1: pump, you yeah. want to make sure it's in good working order. I would say, and, and
3: probably have a battery backup. But I've, uh-huh. I've I've talked to a couple people that said they had a battery backup and uh, it didn't work. Oh, yeah. that's so I too mean, bad. you know, it's something that maybe you need to uh, uh, to uh, check, like you do with your uh, uh, smoke detectors. You know, every right. every every six months, you know, check check to make sure that they do work.
1: Mm-hmm. Now then, what ab- go ahead. Oh I'm sorry Sue. Mm-hmm. What about generators? Do you recommend people get buy generators just um in, in case of emergency or or what do you tell people to do?
2: Well, if, if they are going to have a generator, of course, it needs to be outdoors. Right. It needs to be safely installed. And um, having lived in Florida for 25 years, I can tell you that is a, a key problem when people don't know where they, they are to place their generator because I've seen you know garages blow up because they put a generator in an, in an enclosed area. So safety around the generator would be... The most important thing, yeah, in having think, it outside. I think
3: Sue uh, hit it right by saying that it needs to be hooked up right because if you hook it up to the power, and, and you know it it feeds back on you know the, the you know the Duke Energy or the uh, the REMC and the workers may be on that on a line working down the street and it can come back and uh, hurt one of them. So oh, you know uh-huh. we need to have it. Uh, Hooked up right.
0: Right. Okay. eight five five zero eight one one eight seven seven two eight five nine three four eight and noon at Indiana.edu.
1: Here's another email that just came in. It asks if we get future flooding events, would you recommend I walk around my neighborhood and remove debris blocking water flow in the drains?
3: Yes. <laughs> in
0: a word?
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Makes sense yes. to me. That
0: would be great. Yes. Although don't get, you know, if it's really deep it, water, I guess. Right.
3: You know. Uh, you know try to do it. Uh, uh, you know before it rains uh but you know if it's storming you know you don't want to go out because uh you don't want to get hit, uh, hit by lightning
2: mhm yeah of course this was this was truly unprecedented mm-hmm. i mean even in even in Owen County um uh everyone there you know last weekend as we opened up that shelter was saying that this, they had not seen the levels this high mm-hmm. and of course they're quoting you know 1913 mm-hmm. flood right. But preparedness is key, and we saw that um, during our sheltering phase. Um, people are not, were not able to plan for their pets. We can't take pets in shelters. And um, the Humane Society was itself not flooded out there, but it was inaccessible. And so we urge people to make a plan, make an individual plan for any type of emergency, including flooding, where you know perhaps if you've got a veterinarian who can shelter your pet or – you know, locate pet-friendly motels. If you know that you're in a home that's going to be, you know, that you're going to experience flooding, make that plan in advance.
3: Mm-hmm. And this is something that we are working on in our emergency operation plan that's kind of been, uh, that has come out of Katrina because, you know, uh, you know, like Sue says, you cannot take your pets to the shelter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, you know, if you got uh, somebody that uh, you're trying to evacuate you know they may not want to leave their their dog or cat because they're like a child
1: right and that that of course contributes to the mental anguish of the whole situation right. just making it that much worse mm-hmm. so yeah that's a real issue
0: uh, john what are the the key elements of a preparedness plan a strategy i mean i've heard you know you have to have a certain amount of water and
3: they they say to have uh a uh, plan for 72 hours, but uh, now what I've heard is they've jumped it up to 96 mm-hmm. hours. Uh, you know they you know they talk about uh, having uh, food, uh, clothing, uh, medicine. Well, you know a lot of people don't think about medicine. You know, uh, some kind of a uh, notification, uh, so uh, you have uh, your relatives someplace uh, uh, outside the state that people can call on in case you, you know, you get uh, stranded. Um, we have a lot of good information on uh, the Red Cross website about uh, how to make a plan mm-hmm. and also f- FEMA.gov. Okay. So either the Red Cross or, you know, the FEMA.
0: Okay. All right. We have a, a phone call. Arun is on the phone. Arun? Yep. Yep. Go Hi. ahead.
4: Uh, I was actually just listening into the uh the discussion here, and uh, I'm actually a resident of Columbus, Indiana, and uh, I think, you know, I live on the west side of the town, and obviously um, our family didn't get impacted because of the flood, but I know a lot of uh, folks on the other side and also some of the other counties did get impacted. Uh, I've seen, like, a lot of communication about, like, you know, how the other residents can help, and and there's, there's probably, like, too much of information floating around, and I just I was just curious you know if if you had to like channel your effort in terms of helping out some of the folks who got affected you know which would be the agencies that you should focus on uh, I don't know if the, the team can just comment on that and guide some of the other people who are keen on helping out
0: okay Sue, how can you help out in Columbus?
2: Um, if um, the the caller will um, contact the Red Cross there in Columbus, they will have information about a volunteer network that is organizing those who want to help um, the flood victims in Columbus. And I did not bring that number with me this morning, um, but the um, that. Uh, info line uh, call you can make, or to the local chapter in Columbus mm-hmm. to get that information. Also, I think Bet Savage here in in Bloomington's volunteer network has that information because she got that out to agencies this week. Yeah,
3: she's putting that together. She called me the other day, mm-hmm.
0: and I think uh, the the person to try to reach is Angie Hebel. Excuse me, Angie Hebel, which is H-U-E-B-E-L, who's the director of the Volunteer Action Center of Bartholomew County. Uh, Angie was supposed to be with us today, but they have too many volunteer applications to process for her to have made it over here. So if you can contact the Volunteer Action Center of Bartholomew County or the Red Cross in uh, Bartholomew County, those seem to be good, good things to do.
1: Thank Thank you you for your call. Uh, Along those same lines, um, some people uh, can give volunteer time. Some people want to give a a monetary contribution. Um, If they give their money to the Red Cross, is there any guarantee that that money will be put toward this particular disaster? I know, as he said, people are very interested in helping their neighbors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We honor donor
2: intent, and so in the memo line of a check, they can put uh, Monroe County flood victims, Owen County flood victims, Indiana. I mean, whatever um, we get from that donor, that will be designated to that um, that aspect of the, the operation. I wanted to mention, too, that um, in Monroe County, the Sherwood Oaks Christian Church is organizing volunteers, matching them to um, flood victims who have um, recovery needs right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Lynn Brown over there who's organizing that. Um, Her telephone number is 812-334-0206, and they really stepped up. They had a team um, activated last weekend. They're going to be doing it again on Saturday, and they're organizing that. Um, Bloomington Volunteer Network is involved in that as well, and so is 211. I think 211 is mm-hmm. gathering information about folks who have non-Red Cross needs. I'm sure yeah.
0: there are, there are several churches, but I also am, I, I believe the United Methodist Church was working with you. Is that correct on the cleanup kits? Is that
2: uh, in. Um, I don't have that information. Okay, we had
0: we had a note in our paper yesterday, so uh, hopefully St. it was Mark's correct. Saint Mark's
2: Mission Store in Spencer okay. has been taking donations of goods and uh, food and and all the things that we as, as a Red Cross cannot mm-hmm. handle. So uh,
1: they've been fantastic for yeah. the whole week. So I
0: assume that there are lots of different groups, organizations, mm-hmm. individuals that so. have stepped up. Yes.
1: Now, if you have food, or or let's say you have. You know, cleaning supplies that you're willing to donate, or something along those lines. What would you like people to go through the regular channels with those? Um, as far as you know, take your food to the food bank. Or, and, yes, or, or yes, yes. Okay.
2: all of the, and that's the thing that you know. The point I wanted to make about the long-term recovery efforts. It's our our own helping network of United Way agencies, faith-based groups that will be also impacted by more folks needing to come to them for help. So, uh-huh. um, who's Health Food Bank has been fantastic this week and supplying foods to their pantries in affected areas also helped us with our sheltering and feeding. And um, so, you know, groups like that continue to offer uh, the goods that that particular uh, uh, organization is handling because their needs are going to be um, much higher in the coming weeks
1: oh sure yeah Yeah, weeks and months because i mean it's just an amazing thing to try to recover from something like this Could we talk about that just a little bit as far as what's actually involved let's say your your house your actual home not just your basement but the living portion of your home um is uh, has a foot or, or more of flood water in it when that recedes what has to happen at that point in a family's life
3: I'll go go ahead with the Red Cross. Okay,
2: <laughs> we of course um, we're providing that the um, immediate emergency needs for those families. But when they they start to um, look at the resources, as as John has mentioned, register with FEMA. There may be help for those kind of um, rebuilding uh, needs that they have. If they have insurance, they should have already been talking to their insurance company because. Um, you have the danger of mold and mildew. And I know the HT has just been fantastic this week in furnishing a lot of that information for people. But, um, you know, sometimes your entire drywall is going to have to be taken out and you'll have to get back to, you know, just the studs in your house. And so you've got to um, plan on those kinds of expenses and look around to all the resources that would be available to you to, to do that rebuilding. Um, and,
3: and also, I've, I recommend that you document everything. Take pictures. Pictures are worth a thousand words. Um, you know, keep your receipts. You know, keep everything. Document, you know. Uh, so because it may be uh, a couple weeks before FEMA came in. When we had the tornado over in Ellitsville back in uh, uh, 2002, we had the town of uh, Ellitsville cleaned up within five days. hmm FEMA was not even there. When FEMA came in, they said, where are your damages? And so, But we had all the documentations. We had all the pictures to, sh- to show them. Mm-hmm. We can't wait for the federal government. We've we got to get our people back the way we want them. Mm-hmm. we got to take care of our own. Right. Um, I
0: want to remind our listeners that we're under a severe thunderstorm watch for Brown, Davies, Du Bois. Uh, Green, Lawrence, Martin, and Monroe County until 625. And we are under a flash flood warning for northern Green County, southern Clay County, and Owen County. Uh, John, you know, we've talked about the fact that there have been tornadoes, there have been floods, there have been severe thunderstorms. I want you to review for me, if you would, the siren system.
3: Okay, the siren system. Uh, The siren system is activated uh, when the National Weather Service has a tornado warning for Monroe County, uh, when we get notification that there is a tornado warning by the National Weather Service, we trip the sirens and they go off for five minutes. And what we ask people is to get to a safe place, mm-hmm. take your radio with you, you know, or you know TV if you have a TV in a place, you know. Uh, uh, sometimes the, the sirens will go off again. That might be because a law enforcement officer or a firefighter or e m s uh, emergency medical uh service personnel has spotted a uh a funnel cloud uh, and of course that what well, that would include uh our uh, amateur uh radio operators which do a fantastic job here in the county. They track that storm when it comes in and until it leaves but uh we have a good siren system here in the county we got twenty eight uh you know outdoor warning sirens and they're outdoor warning sirens. sometimes you can hear them inside and sometimes you can't so But I recommend when you hear that siren, get to a safe place mm-hmm. and do not call nine one one So the,
0: so the, the sirens though so so it it sounds very clear, so when you get a, a tornado warning, that means a, a tornado has been spotted someplace yes. and it's heading toward Monroe County, mm-hmm. then those sirens go off. So right. people should realize yeah. that this is not a watch, this yeah. is not a thunderstorm, yeah. this is a tornado has been sighted.
3: And, and by, you know, listening to the radio, you know, taking a radio with them, they can get the information so uh, if the if the sirens went off at uh, 1230 and the tornado warning expires at 1 o'clock, then, you know, at 1 o'clock, if you don't hear anything, anything more, mm-hmm. it's all clear.
0: Yeah, and the building's still standing. Yep. Yeah. Here, everything's good. <laughs> all right. We just have a few minutes to go in the program. If you have a, a last minute question, you could give us a call, 8550 811 or 877 285 9348, or you can send your email to noon at indiana.edu. But uh, in the the meantime, I want both of you to, to sort of review again. Um, some of the the help that's available for people because we've had thousands of people in, this, in our listening area that have been affected by either a tornado or high winds or flooding in the last two mm-hmm. weeks. So, Sue?
2: Let me, and I will do that. I also want to thank all of our community partners who have helped already this week. You would be probably not surprised to know how many businesses and individuals have helped us. Um, the number to call for anyone who has not already registered with the Red Cross is one eight six six GET INFO. That's one eight six six four three eight. Four six three six, And those calls will be sent back down to our operation. um, And outreach teams are going out this weekend to help people in Monroe County as well as Owen.
3: I just want to say thanks for having me on this program. Uh, We encourage everybody to, you know, to report their their damages to uh, our office, 349-2533. And also, if you have damage, you can also call the FEMA hotline at 1-800-621-3362, and that's between 8 and 6, Monday through uh, – I think it's seven, it's it's seven days a week, it says. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we encourage people to call there. You know, if you do have uh, uh, any problems, you can always call our office. You know, we'll help you out. Uh, you've got the, the Red Cross. Uh, Sue is, you know, her organization – Um, You had the volunteers, you know, the emergency response uh, agencies Mm -hmm. that will really come out and and enforce whenever there's a a disaster. Mm -hmm. All right. We have two phone
0: callers. We'll try to get to to both of them. (laughs) Alicia, go ahead. Hi. um,
4: Yes, my question is related to the sirens that were going off on Saturday night. Um, I did what you just recommended, which was you hear it, turn on the radio, see what the situation is. But I went from channel to channel to channel. I never did find anything explaining what was going on. I was in the extreme northeast side of town, and it was an impressive show from the window, but I couldn't figure out what the sirens were going off for.
3: Okay, uh, that should have been on the radio. Uh, I will uh, com- <laughs> uh, Comcast uh, we did have a problem with Comcast with the cable override. We found out that uh, they had a lightning strike. Uh, to the system that uh, uh, provides the the cable ro- override, so they have fixed that now. So hopefully, uh, the next storm uh, we will uh, it'll be activated uh, like it should be. But uh, um, I don't know why you did not get notified on on that. I'm sorry.
4: Okay. Well, as long as as long as you were aware there was a problem, I- yes. And, and, and we like
3: and we like to hear those problems because that helps us out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
4: Well, thank you very much. You're
3: welcome.
0: All right. Thanks a lot. And our second caller must have had the same question because she hung up after she <laughs> heard the first question. So I guess we uh, we solved both Here. those problems. Um, so we're, we are out of time. I do want to to mention again. You know, we have a lot of people in Monroe uh, County for for sure, as well as Owen County, Morgan County. Um, Johnson Bartholomew County, County, Bartholomew yes. County, that all over our area that have been affected by this storm. So I know that, that John uh, and Sue would uh, appreciate any volunteer help they can get mm-hmm. and uh, any donations that could come to uh, the Red Cross, certainly. Yes. And John's certainly looking for people to call those numbers to report damage so that Monroe County gets its fair and, share of And
3: like like the I funding. said, if if people in other counties need to get a hold of their emergency management agencies – and you don't know the numbers, they're not in the phone book, give us a call. We'll help you out. And your number? It's, uh 349-
0: Two, five, four, six. All right. I want to thank uh, John Hooker and Sue Gulley for being here with us today, for Mary Catherine Carmichael, for Ariana Prothero, for uh, Catherine Becker, well, Catherine Becker Hagerman, we'll have to give her a, a shout out today since she's dealing with this flood. Adam Bergusia, we have to say goodbye to Adam. He's leaving after today. And for John Shelton, who's been here sitting in for Mike Pashkash, I'm Bob Zaltzberg. Thanks for listening.